All right. So this cast, we're going to talk about chaos. What really is chaos? What does it feel like? Um, what goes into it? And then we're going to talk about how God enters into our, our lives and the fruits of chaos, how to navigate the storm and navigate it together as one unit. And then ultimately leveling up and because of that chaos, being able to achieve the things God set out for us to achieve. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness. Welcome back to the Sons of Thunder. This is Sean. Jared. Whoa. <laughs> I was thinking we were going uh, clockwise, but I guess... Are we going to redo that? No, we're not going to redo right, well, that. All right, well, you... <laughs> My name is Jacob. And I last time I checked, my name was Eric Daniel. And we're back. We're I'm back here too, everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Where's John? John's here. Where's John? Well, so we really I actually got to meet the CEO of Ecolab today. You oh, did? Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is so he, he what came, you thought he would look what'd like. What'd you say to him? I was like, Oh, it was kind of awkward because it's like service recognition. So I work with um so the for any outward facing um employees they get like recognized and stuff so he gave us like a bluetooth speaker but it was just so so he just comes around and it was just so awkward because like he was just going through going through going through and he's like how are you doing and i was like hi i'm sean and they didn't answer his question <laughs> <laughs> just so lame it was like when you meet your idol yeah you're I was like, just like uh, what do i say I, what do i say i heard so many stories of that uh there was a priest in rome and he was meeting the pope and uh I think Good we morning. know this priest. Yeah, I'm not going to name him, okay? Uh, Father John Nepal. And he was he was meeting uh, the, the Pope, and good morning is, uh, what is good morning? Buongiorno. And good evening is Buonasera. And it was like 8 a.m., and he goes, Buonasera. He's just like, good evening. And he's yeah, like, you hey. just, you're just bonehead. <laughs> you're just not. It's the worst, man. Yeah, we've all yeah. So did you get his autograph? Sure. No, I didn't. <laughs> but it's so funny. And now I can put on my um, resume that Doug Baker did you know um, what looks he looked up like? to me. <laughs> did, you, did you know what he looked like before? <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew what he looked like. Because you were That's taller funny. than him, you're saying? Um, yeah, I'm taller than him. <laughs> he was no. looking up to you. <laughs> Not just figuratively. Yeah, just figuratively. Have you guys ever, like, um, I feel like I, 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 I did this bike ride with Toro, and the, and the Toro CEO was doing it, you know, and I, whatever, I, I didn't know anything about Toro, but I just saw this guy. I'm like, That's the CEO, huh? I was like, Okay. Like, they just yeah. seem so... They're human. Well, they're just like, human. They're just human. It's so it's funny. So funny. Yeah. 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 You it just think... Like, yeah. Pope Francis, John and I were at the Easter Vigil, and he just happened to stop in the procession right in front of our aisle. And we were on the first gates they opened, so we had, like, really good seats Nice. For and uh, he was human. Like, yeah. he's got one lung, so he's, like, breathing heavy. Like, he really just looked like an old man. Uh-huh. I don't mean that in, like, a degrading way. He is an old man. Yeah. He's a human. But I mean, it was yeah. so cool to see, like, the successor of Peter. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, we guy. just, like, put so many of these people on pedestals. We think they're, like, superhuman. Yeah. And then when you meet them, they they do everything. Yeah. Like, they do everything normal. Monsignor you know? Schlag wanna... shared a story that he was just in the bathroom, 
and Pope Francis just walks into the urinal, nice. urinal next to him. It's like, what? <laughs> the Pope goes to the bathroom? How could he tell? That's a great story. He, he could tell by his ring, right? Nice watch. <laughs> nice watch. <laughs> uh, but, oh like, gosh. I think that's, like, the beauty of it, too. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> my line, by the way. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nice watch. Hey, what time is it? <laughs> hey, what time is it? Is shoes? Freckle on your thumb? Okay. Uh, anyways. All right. All right, anyways. Uh, but, like, I think that's the beauty of it when you meet your idol because one of two things happen when you meet your idol is you either love them more or you love them less because you already yeah. love them enough for the things they've accomplished and the things they've done. But when you really get to know your idol, um, that's when you get to know them for who they are. And then if they're a good person, you like them more because yeah. that's what's important. So in the last cast, uh, we had hinted at this experience I had with seals on the Aran Islands. And John, I want to hear your perception of this experience. Oh, sure. Well, we were, we being Claire Pine, good, good friend and Josh Pine, a great friend of ours. And we were, you know, eating our sandwiches on the Aran Islands, partway through our bicycle expedition and Eric kind of mentioned something to us. We were just like really hungry. didn't take account of it. And, you know, about halfway through our sandwiches, a lot of halfways at this point, <laughs> we look out and Josh just notes that Eric is standing alone past the shore. Somehow you got past several feet of water. It must've been some sort of I was standing on water. break of the, uh, the tide, but you're, you're standing a good 15 feet outside of like sand on this rock, just <laughs> solitary rocks. rock. Yeah. And your arms are outstretched like your Moses um, parting the Red Sea. But then we realized there was a school of seals. Oh, no. It was, it was a university of seals, man. There was like hundreds of them. University. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just a school. And then you Multiple started schools. barking at them and we oh, tried no. to get your attention, but you were having some spiritual moment with some I animals. was, so I... Um, I believe my uh, my spirit animal is a, a, a sea lion. Like I have just, I love water. I flip around and I swim and I just, I'm I'm just. If I could live in water, I would. That you know, explains why you went in Aquaman. Crookston when it was thirty. Below. That's right. Check out yeah. the vlog. I did go swimming on April twenty seventh. That was fun. And there was still <laughs> ice in the water. Anyhow, so yeah, I went out and I just saw these seals and they're all barking and laying around. And seals are one of the funniest creatures because they just. Have you seen the move? They're just like belly yeah. flopping around. They don't have arms. I mean, they yeah. have like fins. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, yeah, that's. Yeah. And they got massive teeth. And so, whatever. I was like 15 feet from one, and I was just like, I had my arms outstretched, out and I was just like. Like Buddy the Elf. Yeah. Somebody I was just like, needs a like hug. this was a moment in Ireland, and it was, uh, <laughs> I think it was spiritual. In fact, I know it was spiritual. Nice. So I thought I would just come around again on that story, but I guess uh, swing and a miss there. <laughs> It's a good memory. <laughs> I'll give you a sympathy laugh. <laughs> Let's Jacob, get to it. What do we got this week? Yeah, well, I want to touch on uh, kind of the chaos in the midst of our life and all the difficulties we experience. We kind of touched on that a little bit with the song by Dermot. Um, and I kind of want to just continue that conversation, really, of just the struggles and navigating them and finding the Lord in them and walking with him. So, Yeah. Um, so what is chaos? And I think, um, I just always think about Jordan Peterson when I <laughs> hear chaos and I, it's just like, I feel like, I don't know, John, what do you think about chaos? What, what do you think chaos is? 
Well, it's inescapable. And yeah. just first cursory thought is that so often people try to... Uh, oops, what's going on? There we go. People try to avoid it because yeah. it is literally the antithesis of order. You need to encounter it. You need to confront it. And that's, you know, Petersonian, the idea yep. of the yin-yang, the Taoist symbol, you know, the swirling black and white. Um, he equates that a lot to Christ, like the mediation of order and chaos. And that's ultimately what we ought to be doing is not necessarily seeking out, you know, Christianity. We talk about you don't pick up crosses that are sort of ambivalent or ambiguous. Like you are given crosses in life and you're yeah. supposed to burden them. But oftentimes it is, I don't want to say a crutch, but it's its a maybe a pitfall of Christians, young, youthful Christians to want to suffer in yeah. ways that they aren't uh, called to, you know? Yeah, wow. I think, so I think that there's two, two reasons that we hit chaos, you know, two reasons that we face chaos, whether it be, you know, it, it happens, you know, naturally, naturally things fall apart on their own, you know, like let's say I get in a car accident, you know, not my fault, but there's also the other part of chaos where we leave something and we we're not paying attention to the little indicators that lead to chaos, whether it be, you know, at work, uh, I don't answer emails. I don't, I don't answer these emails. You know, that's going to come back and bite me hard, you know? So it's just those two things, you know, naturally and, and by not paying attention. So when we're facing those chaoses, like, I mean, chaos can really destroy you, you know, when we're facing chaos, I mean, so many chaos is the dragon, you know, that's like, that's, I mean, Petersonian, but that's in, I mean, you know, Tolkien, all of these things, it's that dragon, you know, George and the George, like St. George slaying the dragon, you know, that's, that's like a representation of, um, you know, fighting chaos, you know, you have the Mesopotamians that, um, like the chaos was the, the water, you know, everything around in Mesopotamia was, was that water. And then you have the, the Marduk, the God that has eyes all around his head. Um, mm. it's, he went into the water and made order through that chaos. Mm. So, so being able to see those issues, being able to see in hindsight and foresight, those are ways to prevent chaos. And like I mentioned, those two ways, you know, letting it fall apart naturally or not paying attention to it. That reminds me, I was just uh, brought to the scripture, uh, Revelations 5, 3, I believe, is John's vision of the Lamb of God. Yeah. And it, he has seven horns and seven eyes. Ooh. Think about that. That's It's almost Marduk. Like, it's the same idea, but it's not Christological. It's that you have perfect attention and perfect vision. And it's not that the Lamb of God ultimately brought an end to suffering, but he completed it. And he absorbed it within himself. And that's ultimately what we're called to do is not necessarily put an end to the disorder, but yeah. subsume it within you and uh -huh. take responsibility, Sean. Mm -hmm. that, I think that's what you're hitting on with yeah, the small Yeah, that's definitely things. what I was kind of going for. Um, I mean, when I think of chaos, I uh, go back to chemistry in high school. I think of entropy. Entropy, of, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just the definition of chaos. And I actually just Googled entropy, right, definition. And uh, second definition on uh, Google, it says lack of order or predictability, gradual decline into disorder. And I think 
how much, I mean, I, I feel like I've just, it's a slipping. I think, you know, we can so easily slip into disorder. We can slip into chaos in our lives. Um, and to go with the origin, because I'm on my phone, I don't know this, uh, uh, according to the mid-19th century, entropy N means inside, and then tropy means transformation. There's, it means inside transformation. And uh, my first thought of just taking that definition is there's chaos that we slip into. There's a certain disorder that we, you know, a cross that we have to carry. is something in our life that causes entropy, causes chaos, causes disorder. But specifically, when we, it, the, I, I believe the product of chaos in our lives is a transformation internally that needs to be had in order for us to overcome that. Um, that like the product of entropy is a transformation, of course, because that's, yeah. I mean, that is a chemical reaction. It's a thermodynamic reaction. There's entropy, there's an explosion, but then there's something afterwards. There's and a I new think, product. Yeah, yeah, there's a new product. So that's just my abstract thought of chaos of just, there's just something. Yeah. So you're saying, boom. so you're saying, um, just something that has to happen inside of you. I think, yeah, I think that can really relate to just the beginning, you know, got the creation of the earth, mm. you know, mm. in, in John, it's in the beginning was the word. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think words, um, help create order out of chaos, mm. you know, because yeah. you're able to explain yourself, you know, mm-hmm. I punch you in the face. You don't know what's, ca- you, that's chaos. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> I saw you talking with Alexi and I punch you in the face. Like that's kind of. You there's know, a causal yeah. There's a little saying, causal effect. Mm. I, that makes no wow. sense. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, there's a, I think chaos is random. I, you know, it I is random. It, you know, um, I think the very definition of chaos means just one disorder, but things aren't put together. It's well, just then you things think are of moving the around. Joker, and it's not random as well. You cannot yeah. categorize that. Cause I, wish like, you, I wish you watched that movie. We could have talked about it. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I I'm going to go back to John's point, but kind of tie in what you guys have been saying is uh, chaos is not really something that we should seek but it's something we, we should embrace. Yeah. It's inescapable. And, yeah. And like uh-huh. Eric, you said, it's, it is necessary though. I mean, just look at Jesus. He was born into chaos. He was born in a major. He was literally like, and I don't know if people know exactly what a manger is, but like, that's where like the animals went to the biffwa. Mm. Like, uh, he was literally born in shit. Oh no, they went to eat there. Hmm. The manger is where it's kind of like a trough. Sorry, correction. I mean, that's where they ate, but like inside of the stable oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. shit. Yeah. Like he was born Messy. in shit. Yeah, just he low, came in this world in shit, which I think is like <laughs> amazing. And that just shows like God would choose that to be mm-hmm. born into chaos to help us mm-hmm. through chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I've been thinking about lately um, is that I, I don't know how to deal with the chaos at such a grand meta macro level and when it becomes instantiated microly like this is what I'm trying to say is that pain for me leads to lies like when I encounter pain or suffering that's when emotionally typically it's an emotional because we live in the 21st century and modern world where you can find a remedy to your physical ill it's pretty easy you can medicate you can Hmm. find whatever it is but there's almost this intangible quality of the emotion that's so hard to grasp with and why people often avoid it is because for me, when I encounter emotional pain, because I'm just going to go with that, because it's the one that we can't control the most, it leads to lies. That's when I find if I'm not built on a foundation of stone, Mm. typically I'm not because I'm a a fallible human, but Mm. when I'm in pain, that's when the lies uh, really seep in. Yeah. So are you ignoring the pain or like, how do you, like what kind of lies? Identity. 
That's, I've done it. That's when it's. It, I wanted to say this a couple weeks ago, but oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I make fun of Joe Biden a lot. I think he's funny. He he makes a lot of gaffes, and I've written plenty of. He's fodder for me. He's plenty of articles, but he he had this one quote that said, "We choose truth over facts," and that it sounds absurd at the first uh, first time you hear it, but I think there's a certain truth to it because the fact could be someone says something trying to speak a lie over your life. Maybe it's true. Maybe they say something about you that is deeply hurtful oh, or yeah. that's, um, wow. that causes you great pain. This is what I'm trying to get to. Hmm. But the truth ultimately is that's not who you are. It might be what you are or what you're expressing at the time, but that's not who you are. And that's so hard to remember in the midst the eye of the storm, you know, there's the simple grace, whether or not we choose to par- participate with it, but there's that grace of you are not this lie. I can't deal with that on my own. I need the grace of God. I need the Holy Spirit wisdom to be propelling me to the truth, and I need to lean on that. But it's like, how often do we actually do that in the midst of chaos and truly? Mm. And you were left alone to your own initiatives yeah. and your own, your own um, human will. Mm-hmm. You cannot withstand the forces of lie. Mm. Yeah. yeah, for me, with chaos, um, when things in my life, or just when my life, I feel like is slipping in, at, I mean, just out of control. You know, I feel like, uh, for me personally, the hardest thing for me to do is to live in an uncontrollable situation. Yeah. Uh, I like to be in control. I like to be doing things that are affecting my future and affecting me and, you know, whatever leads to confidence. It's built into your biology. That's what you're you're supposed to do as Uh an animal. Yes. But the thing is in the face of chaos, I think the, um, the product of chaos for me is fear or not the product, but the, uh, what I, what I am experiencing during chaos is fear because I, um, you know, I, I can't control the situation. I start looking at my identity. I start believing these lies and every lie is rooted in fear. Every lie is rooted in something or something that, that, that you did and that is filled with shame or something that someone said into your life or something that you believe about yourself and it's a temptation from the enemy. And he's speaking into you something that is not true about yourself, which is a lie. And, the answer to that is a response of truth. Um, it's these it's these lies versus promises. Um, for me, the things that have gotten me through chaos in my life, um, I'm trying to think of just a, a, a you know a chaotic situation. Uh, I I moved back home from Denver and I just I didn't have a job and it was just like these two months of just kind of like chaos because I was like I didn't I didn't have order in any of my days I was sleeping in I wasn't working out and, you know, I just I just didn't have order and it just felt chaotic yeah. and uh, not not in the face of like scary chaos, like explosions around me, but if just there wasn't order to my life, therefore there was disorder. And it, what it allowed was just these lies to creep in telling me I'm not good enough. I don't have what it takes. You know, I'm not smart enough to get a job. I'm not, you know, all these things and pretty much failing. Right. Um, but, and so these lies started creeping in. I'm like, I'm not good enough. I don't have what it takes. And, um, what I've learned since then is how we respond to these lies and how we respond to chaos is we respond to it with promises and specifically truth promises. And the Lord, uh, we go back to scripture and we go back to times in our life when we were through chaos or we were through a situation and the Lord revealed something about who we are and who he, and, and what he's doing 
living with us. And we hold on to that and we claim that as truth. And I think we look at, yeah. I, I think it all begins with God's promises. I think, I think the, the way, the ways we combat lie is through truth. Yeah. I want to, I want to touch on that a little because the natural human response to chaos is the control, as you mentioned. Mm. And then we compound the chaos by trying to control it. It's more chaotic, mm. trying to get our life in order. And then the enemy, the devil will strive to, uh, if like, well, our self-medication helps our feelings. Mm. The enemy loves that because it can hinder us from the reality mm. and the faith and what God is really calling us to, the purge, right? Yeah. We need to go through the purge. And I think how we can get to that point of um, rest is through a rest is to get to allowing God in. Um, a classic example of this is Mother Teresa mm. when her... Um, when the nuns over there, they started being overwhelmed with a need and these people from all over were coming to them and the sisters were like, mother, mother, we don't know what to do. We don't have enough people. We don't have enough time. So what she did in response was she didn't increase staff or she didn't decrease prayer time. She actually added an hour of adoration each day yeah. because she says you need more rest yeah. and stop trying to conquer the world. Yeah. Listen to the guy who can tell you yeah. what to do. I love that. I think... When we face chaos, I mean, we, we have like a predator detection circuit, you know, when, when, we're, when we face current, like chaos, what, I mean, most of us, some of us freeze, you know, we freeze in the face of chaos. And, and what that does is just force us to, you know, to scramble for what we have. You know, you see, you see like a bunny running away from a fox, Jacob, right? Here. <laughs> and, and I mean, the bunny is doing everything it can. And sometimes, I mean, if, you, if you're driving up north, you see a deer. I mean, the deer doesn't know what the headlights are and it literally freezes. It does the yeah. thing that it shouldn't do. And it gets nailed. So when you're in the face of chaos, it, I just, it's just like... You, you freeze and you let it destroy you and you let it overwhelm you or or what do you do like you mentioned Jake going and being in adoration and letting the only person that has ever made order from chaos speak that into your life yeah. Well, yeah. your mind's not thinking right too your mind's all over yeah, the place you're, you're, you need a minute to take a step yeah, back you chaos know, is complexity kid, yeah when I was a kid my mom was always like when you're angry at someone count to 10 yeah that had <laughs> so much fruit because the decision I'd make 10 minutes 10 seconds later would be way better than the decision I make right in the moment yeah. uh -huh. so many so many times I I don't Count to ten. I'm just like, I'm angry. <laughs> but so Jacob, I want to. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the spotlight on you here. Oh, uh, you know, you brought up this idea of um, chaos, and I know you're. You know, you just changed jobs, and you just took this big, you know, finance test and things like that. And you're you're saying that there's a lot of opposition against you. And I wanna I wanna hear share with us more about kind of what's what's going on with life, man. That you know that you're experiencing and wanting to share about chaos today. Hmm. I thought this would be a good one to highlight a good theme to highlight um, in this period of transition for a lot of us um, in my case uh, chaos has really come um, relationally um, in my career changing jobs and I think one reason why I wanted to obviously talk about it with you guys is I wanted to be able to recognize God in it hmm. um, I think that uh, it's always the the calm before the storm but I think a lot of the times it's the storm before the calm. And I think that uh, recognizing our struggles, acknowledging how we can deal with them can really help us to follow God's will and have us, for lack of better words, level up. Mm. And um, I think also it's, I think there's so many things that happen in our life where we think it's like the devil or it's like a bad thing, but it's really God. It's really God acting 
and calling us on to more. Yeah. I, you know, I think, uh, I think we experience chaos every day. Uh, whether or not, you know, there's not this big, crazy, disordered thing happening in our life or whatever's happening. Uh, but for me, my life's pretty structured right now. I have a job, I work, I have a schedule. You know what I mean? Things are pretty ordered for me. I, you know, I don't experience, I'm not going through any big disordered experience right now, right? Yeah. But I think where chaos comes into my day is when I choose to believe the lies that come in mm-hmm. throughout my day. And uh, you, you, you mentioned leveling up, and I think bringing it back to entropy, literally transformation, it's an internal transformation. Like there's actually level, like there's, there's an op- at, at every chaotic moment in our every, you know, every temptation we have, there's an opportunity to transform. There's an opportunity to level up. Uh, so for like, for me right now, it's, you know, maybe, maybe it's getting up in the morning and just being late to work or something like that. And it's just like, or uh, being, or being at work and just kind of, you know, maybe I made a mistake and it's just these lies creep in or, oh, I didn't go to bed early enough last night. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's these things I speak into my life or I allow to be spoken into my life that, that, that pretty much allow chaos to be present in, in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think the response to that is, is the promises and the truths that, and just to say, you know, I reject that in the name of Jesus, like, you know, and, and to say, this is the truth over my life. I think it, it's a slow transformation. It's yeah. a, it's, it's, it's like habits again. It's that small little piece of, it's like the Eucharist. It's a small little piece. Of, it's a wafer, right? But if we receive that every day and over and over again, it's going to transform us. And I think when we experience chaos and entropy in our day, we have an opportunity to be transformed and to, to level up, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Yeah, and I think a lot of it stems too from competition, especially with males, just so competitive in mm-hmm. nature. And it's the competition we're comparing um, ourselves to the guy next to us who's been there for four years at his job and he's killing it. And we're stumbling through our lives. We're com- competition socially for uh, this person, that person, uh, you know, even like how many likes this guy gets, stuff like that. Um, these mundane things. And when we're always chasing after someone and these, uh, abstract expectations, we're never going to achieve them. I can never be Sean Healy. I'm never going to be as good at Sha- as Sean Healy is or John or Eric mm. and vice and all that, but I can be the best version of myself. Mm. And so when I'm focusing outwardly on other people and what they do, I fail to really develop myself. Mm. And I think that can be a distraction, too, when it comes to chaos. If I'm focusing on the uh, feelings that come with it or the issues or woe is me, this person's not dealing with it, well, I'm blessed to deal with it in the sense that I can go through this so that I can be a better me and have better results in my life. It's like the seals. The seals have to go through buds, which is hell on earth, to get to become a seal. Mm-hmm. They literally have a week called Hell Week. <laughs> yeah, so you spend five days and five and a half days training straight, and you get four hours of sleep total over the over the whole five days. They keep you up for ninety six hours because at the ninety seventh hour, that's when scientifically proven that you begin to lose uh, brain power and oh and you can gosh. actually be hindered for the rest of your life. So they keep these guys up until you know ninety five hours, ninety six hours, and they say go to bed. They keep they, they let them sleep for an hour, and then they just wake them up with you know sirens and stuff. But tying that back Chaos. to competition, <laughs> right, is these people, they see these seals, but they see them in their glory. Yeah. And they don't see them process. in the process. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about. It's the little things. Like, yeah. even before buds, you have to uh, prepare and physically exert yourself to almost unbearable Circumstances. Yeah. I mean, chaos makes us who we are. It's getting it through chaos. It's, cl- yeah. it's, 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 it's slaying the trudging dragon. through the mud mm-hmm. of, of, of chaotic life that brings us the product of, of, I mean, that's the process. Chaos is process. Yeah. And yeah. they embrace it. And that's, mm. that's the differentiator between someone who goes through buds and someone who cannot is that person embraces it. We're going to do yeah, a podcast well, on buds. You kind of, <laughs> on Navy SEALs. 
you kind of like you really prove who you are when you face chaos, you know, you like whether you own a business, you know, like if, if you're in the face of getting a huge investor and you're doing all these things, you know, like that's that how you kind of not define you, but like, let's say it's a championship game and you go off and you're playing like the number one like team in the state, you know, and you're in the championship and you go off and have a great game like that really shows you who you are and how you face chaos and how you slay those dragons, you know? Mm. I mean, you have all those stories. I mean, like, the dragons are real. Like, the dragons are chaos. The dragon is the symbol of chaos. I don't know why I'm talking about it so much, but, like, that really defines, like, the man that you want to be, you know, how you face those dragons. And, I mean, John Eldridge, you know, every every man needs a battle to fight. A every man fight, wants yeah. to slay the dragon and rescue the beauty. And it's just, it's written in our nature as men. And I think it's just, I mean, human. I mean, women, too. I think it's just a human desire to conquer evil and to conquer chaos. Uh, however, we can't avoid it. No. And I'm interested to talk with you guys about, okay, so that's the, you know, that's the byproduct of chaos. That's how we encounter it. What's the fruit? What, what is the fruit of chaos? You know, we talked about going through the process and coming out this new man or new, new, new person yeah. this, after this leveling up or transformation. But like, you know, what, what have you guys experienced in your life as fruit from, cha- from chaos? I think just in my life, I think the chaos in my life right now is just complexity. I think the complexity of my life is the the dragon right now. You know, mm-hmm. having a kid, having a wife, you know, having to make rent, having to, you know, struggle through all of these things. So just the complexity of my life um, just has made me grow so much. And mm-hmm. I see me, once I'm able to overcome these things, like when I was in college, I was like, how am I going to be able to like have a marriage, have all these things. And I'm now looking back, I'm like, I was, that was nothing, Mm, you know, compared to where I'm at now. You've leveled up. I'm leveled up and I've seen myself grow so much. And so the, the byproduct or the fruits of chaos is, is growth. Hmm. You grow, you break down. I mean, you go through buds, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. And you are a Navy freaking SEAL. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And that you grow so much probably in that week. Mm-hmm. And you find out more about yourself and the instructors yeah. find out more about you yeah. than anyone would. And in fact, that's only the third week of BUDS. It's six months long. So they Crazy. so literally, you know, chaos is, you know, they encounter the most chaos in the beginning yeah. because it weeds out who, who's actually not cut out to be a seal. Uh-huh. And then it's at that moment after people go through chaos, they say, this guy has what it takes. We're going to invest in him. We're, we, so we're, cool. we're going to invest in that guy because we know he can handle this and he has what it takes. And I think, I mean, that's what the Lord does with us as young men. He, he, he allows us to walk into these caverns with dragons in them. You know what I mean? And, and we learn how to fight and we get hurt and we go through chaos and we come out just ready to learn, yeah. you know, re- ready, ready to level up. And because we've, we've conquered that dungeon in a way, right? Not to get all dungeons and dragons, but we've gone <laughs> in this dungeon and it's yeah. like, we've leveled up through this. And now we come out and it's like, what's the next mission? And Sean, you can look back on your life and say, wow, that, that was nothing compared to what I'm doing now is because the experience you've gained, like you're, you're level 12 and you, uh-huh. back then you're level two, you know, yeah. it's like, you're just stronger. You have, you, you have, you have more of what it takes. Yeah. Because I was getting some great XP on the way. <laughs> 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 you got the third of Sauron. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. John, did you have anything to share? No, I'm just listening. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, chaos is such a, 
difficult thing to describe because mm-hmm. it's different for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. my chaos might not be your chaos, you know, and I think we face different chaos and that's where the devil does so well is that he knows our chaos. He mm-hmm. knows what gets us, Yeah. you know, and you just think about like relationships, like Delexi knows how to get to me. You know, she knows my weaknesses and yeah. the devil knows them even more. Yeah. You know, he's going to, he's going to expose those weaknesses. Yeah. So, I, yeah, sorry. oh, keep going. So, so when you overcome that chaos, you're overcoming your weaknesses mm. and you're, you're taking away that hole in your shield, Yeah. you know, and you're becoming yeah. stronger. Yeah. I want to talk about vulnerability a little bit. I saw a picture the other day on social media and it was a picture of all these celebrities that had died from depression and from overdose. And it was all of them smiling. And it said, this is what depression looks like. Oh my gosh. And it's very true. I think that, you know, you know, I, 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 I'm not able to see the chaos going inside of your, inside of you in in your life, unless you come to me. And unless I ask you and, you know, if John, there's something happening in your life, like I I could be completely unaware of it. And it's so important in marriages and relationships and to be vulnerable and to say, you know, there's this, there's this, there's chaos in my life and I need help. And, you know, there's a certain vulnerability that needs to, Another response from chaos is vulnerability and is, is asking uh-huh. for help and learning how to not go into the dungeon by yourself, right? And to level yeah. up with others and invite them yeah. to level up with you. Yeah, yeah I think wow. chaos is meant to be confronted. You have to confront it, um, but you can, let, you can let chaos get you at the weakest point or you can go out and attack chaos. You mm-hmm. can go out and conquer it yeah. when you're ready on your time yeah. because eventually... The the chaos is going to destroy you, or you're going to overcome it. You know. Yeah. yeah. You can. I mean, getting like, you know, a, a notice in the mail from taxes. You know, if mm. you, if you like, let that go. You're like, okay, I didn't see that. If you let that go, yeah, it's going to build. It's going to get yeah. bigger, and then it yeah. might. Um, it could eat you. Like it yeah. could just destroy your entire life if wow. you if you neglect it. Yeah. So you might as well choose when you're going to confront it. Um, besides letting it hit you at your worst. Yeah. Mm. Staring it in the face and grabbing it by the throat. Like yeah. Dermot Kennedy talks about. Yeah. yeah. Grabbing yeah. the throat. Yeah. To ask it how it yeah. feels. How's it feel? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all for me. That was good. Yeah. That was, that was really good, good cast. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Uh, on that chaotic, sad, dreary note, we all have what it takes and we're Do it together. all good. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> See you. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness.